Let us open the worship of God this morning with Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21 and the parable of the householder. The parable of the wicked husbandman being one and the same. It's found in the last 14 verses of the chapter. And I'm going to read the entire parable to you. But before I read it, I want you to be thinking about these things. The householder is God. The vineyard, the hedge, the wine press, and the tower are God's blessings on the church of the Old Testament, Israel. The husbandmen are the Jews. The far country is heaven. The fruit is worship and praise, obedience, and service, which we all owe God. The servants that are sent by the householder to collect the rents and fruits of his vineyard are the prophets and apostles of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. The Son is the Lord Jesus Christ, and the rest you should be able to figure out as we read it. For the glory of God's Word and for God Himself, please stand with me as I read to you these verses. Matthew chapter 21, beginning at verse 33, I'll read it to you. Hear another parable. There was a certain householder which planted a vineyard and hedged it round about and digged a winepress in it and built a tower and let it out to husbandmen and went into a far country. And when the time of the fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the husbandmen that they might receive the fruits of it. And the husbandman took his servants and beat one and killed another and stoned another. Again, he sent other servants more than the first, and they did unto them likewise. But last of all, he sent unto them his son, saying, They will reverence my son. But when the husbandman saw the son... They said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and let us seize on his inheritance. And they caught him, and cast him out of the vineyard, and slew him. When the Lord therefore of the vineyard cometh, what will he do unto those husbandmen? They say unto him, He will miserably destroy those wicked men, and will let out his vineyard unto other husbandmen, which shall render him the fruits in their season. Jesus saith unto them, Did ye never read in the Scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected, the same is become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore say I unto you, The kingdom of God shall be taken from you, and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. And whosoever shall fall on this stone shall be broken, but on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. And when the chief priests and Pharisees had heard his parables, they perceived that he spake of them. But when they sought to lay hands on him, they feared the multitude, because they took him for a prophet. Amen and amen. Amen. You may be seated. 
The God of heaven, the Lord Jehovah, is the householder and the Lord of this vineyard. The servants, the, the husbandmen, were the Jews and the servants were the prophets and apostles sent to the Jews telling them that they ought to repent and to bring forth fruits meet for the service of this great God. The Son is the Lord Jesus Christ. The men being miserably destroyed is the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 A.D. And the other nation getting the vineyard is you and me this day, the Gentiles of the world. The world, the Gentiles, getting the kingdom of God. And Jesus spoke these things rather plainly, and we see their fulfillment. Two verses for you and me this morning. Verse 41. They say unto him, the the scribes and the Pharisees and the priests that were there were able to rightly draw a conclusion from the parable. They say unto him, He, that is the Lord or Almighty God of the vineyard, will miserably destroy those wicked men, that is, the Jews, and will let out, that is, to rent, that they will let out his vineyard unto other husbandmen, which shall render him the fruits in their season. They understood that a lord, an owner of property, has a right to a yield on that property, And since the first husbandman would not give him a yield, the next husbandman would give him a yield. And I ask you today, are you going to give fruits to the God of heaven that he expects for you to be sitting in his kingdom, in his church, in his temple, in his house, which is the habitation of God through the Spirit? Are you going to stir yourselves up like David, Solomon, Jehoshaphat, Hezekiah, Josiah stirred themselves up to open the doors of the house of God and to make it great in his sight and to bring forth the greatest worship found in the Old Testament scriptures. Are you going to be like that this morning? We have had prayers this morning in the back room to that end. The 43rd verse is also for you. Jesus, taking their conclusion, restates it this way. Therefore, say I unto you, The kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. Fruits fitting for the kingdom of God. And so this day we have to ask ourselves, have we prepared our hearts? Because that's what it says about the great kings of Judah. They prepared their hearts to seek the Lord. And when a man prepared his heart, I had great stirrings this week by a king that I knew so little about. Shame on me named Jotham. He prepared his heart to seek the Lord, and the Lord blessed him mightily, even though you hardly know anything of him, and neither do I because the Bible doesn't say much of him. But what it says is he prepared his heart to seek the Lord, and the Lord blessed him mightily. May we prepare our hearts right now. It should have been done before now, but let's do it now so that in our hearts, the amount and fervency and passion of our praise Our obedience, our love, our worship, our repentance, our adoration, and our thanksgiving is worthy of the householder and the Lord of the vineyard. Let us pray. Almighty God and Holy Father, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. There is none like unto thee, O God of Jacob. Our Holy Father, Lord of Sabaoth, Lord of hosts, 
we bless Thee. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee, Lord of the vineyard, that You have given us poor, blind, desperate, without hope, without God in the world, Gentiles, Your kingdom. We thank You for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank You for the permanent presence of the Holy Spirit in Your churches. We thank You for the gospel of our salvation. We thank You for the word and ministry of reconciliation. We thank Thee that we are in the kingdom of God on earth and the Son of David sits at Your right hand on the throne of God, the throne of David, the throne of the kingdom reigning over us at this hour. We bow in humble adoration. Our hearts swell with fervent passion and adoration of Thee and Thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee that we know such precious things. We thank Thee that in Your goodness and kindness You humbled our hearts so that we fell upon the stone, the head of the corner, the Lord Jesus Christ, and were broken lest He should fall upon us and grind us to powder. We thank Thee, Lord of heaven and earth, for these marvelous things. Oh, how deep is the wisdom of God in these transactions among men that You would take the kingdom from Your chosen people and give it to the rejects of the world, even to us. We bless and we praise Thee, and we thank Thee, Lord of heaven and earth, and we ask Thee, in deep contrition with broken hearts and humble spirits and deep poverty to forgive us for not returning to Thee the fruits worthy of the New Testament covenant of the Lord Jesus Christ and His glorious reign over us. If David and Solomon, if Jehoshaphat and Hezekiah and Josiah could stir themselves up, O Lord, and yea, even Jotham, to serve under the old covenant, a a God that they only saw obscurely, a salvation they only knew obscurely, how much more should we prepare our hearts this day to serve and to worship Thee? Heavenly Father, help us. O Lord, bless us. See and hear the words of Thy servant. And remember that His flesh is weak, and the flesh of the people is weak but the spirits are willing. Have mercy upon us and strengthen us with might by your spirit in our inner man that our worship, our conversation, our singing, our praise, our reading, our preaching, our fellowship, and when we come to the Lord's table, our communion together will be pleasing in thy sight and glorious as it is designed to be. Heavenly Father, make everything we do this day acceptable to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. We thank Thee that He has sanctified us by His grace. We thank Thee for the Holy Spirit that dwells in this church and reigns within us. We humbly confess our sins of every sort. We bow before Thee and ask Your mercy. We offer up our thanksgiving for our nation, its rulers, our health, all the provision of our needs, and the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee for the forgiveness of sins, everlasting righteousness, and reconciliation with Thee. O Lord, be with us now. We ask the same mercy, the same blessing upon all our brethren scattered abroad as they worship this day as well, that you will be among them and with them. All to the glory 
of the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of this kingdom, the head of this church, and the bishop of our souls. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Who's prepared their heart to sing like they ought to right now? Or do you need two months of preaching about Asaph and Heman and those appointed by David to stir up the worship of God? They knew how to worship God. Those men were great, but they were exceptions. There are very few exceptional Christians. We can choose to be exceptional this day. Even Ahab, when he humbled himself, God had mercy upon him. You can humble yourself right now in a moment of time and lift up your heart and your voice and bless the great God of heaven and give him the fruit of this Gentile nation. May the Lord bless us to do so.